Fancy managers, hello and welcome to Epiardic's Game Week 34 preview show for the Fantasy Premier League 21-22 season. Today's show is powered by Esports Live and sponsored by Bonus Bank. As always, a big thank you to our sponsor, Bonus Bank, for supporting us and our community this season. Make sure you check out their details below in the caption on how to take advantage of Bookies promotions. It's free to set up and play. Uh, there's some great software on there full of all Bookies promotions. But if you want to go premium and take advantage of all these bonuses that these bookies offer, uh, you can get 25% off uh, on your first premium month with our discount code, which is FPL Addicts. It's also in the caption below on uh, any platform that you're watching or listening on. But wherever you're watching or listening, I uh, hope you're enjoying the content and enjoy uh, today's show. But make sure you give it a like and a subscribe and make sure you join in the comments below as well. Uh, and hopefully we can get some FPL banter over to you guys. But I'm joined by... A total stranger today he has come to collect his award. It's a bit like coming to the Oscars. He's uh, he's going to get him up on stage now. Hopefully, he doesn't hit me. But uh, Ollie Walker Peel, manager of the week, <laughs> last game week. It's been a while, mate. Uh, congratulations, ninety-five points last week. Obviously, we're going to get into that across the pod. But how are you doing, mate? Yeah, I'm. I'm very well. I was just going to ask if you needed me to introduce myself. It's been a long time in between drinks. <laughs> You know, no, I'm, I'm good. Obviously buzzing with the uh, manager of the week the other week and uh, I didn't have such a good week the week, just gone. Um, but yeah, no, I'm all good. Enjoying life still and uh, hopefully I can have a bit of a better game week next time around and I promise I won't be slapping anybody. <laughs> no, very good, mate. Uh, we are streaming a bit earlier tonight, so we've got a few things going on, but Ollie's uh, managed to jump on, which is great. The guru should be along and we'll also have a FPL Addicts Reedy, our UK correspondent, hopefully join us, all being well with the internet. Um, he's going to join us uh, live from London. He's actually on his way to the Fantasy Football Fest, which um, obviously we did our the Australian version, which is the FPL Social, early on in the year. Um, and Reedy's on his way to the English one, which got postponed. I think it was around Feb- January or February time, and now uh, happening today. So it's going to be good to hear, uh, see how excited he is. Um, hopefully, he's not looking too rough. It is early in the morning there. He's just had a, a train ride to London from up north. But uh, what we'll do, we'll get on. I've just put Ollie's name on the screen as well, just in case anyone forgot who he was. Um, and anyone can find him on, on his <laughs> FPL addicts underscore OWP on Twitter. Um, but yeah, guys, let's get into it. So we're going to look at some of the scores from uh, last week, last game week. It was, um, yeah, at least it was, a, it was a bit of a juicy week, really. But so plenty of um, plenty of goals here and there. Obviously, I'm just going to talk about United for a moment. This is, a, you know, it was a, it was a, a bit of a surprise winning away because I didn't expect anything going into this Norwich game. Obviously, United. Uh, we've just announced, uh, you know, Ten Hag as uh, as the manager, um, which is great news. Um, and we saw, you know, Ranić, his last kind of official game before he obviously goes upstairs or whatever, uh, get the three two, get the three two win. Uh, so it was a double. It was the double header. The second game, unfortunately, Ollie was an absolute terrible and an absolute write off, losing four nil to uh, to Liverpool. We knew 
going into that. So I thought we'd come away with at least one point. Well, maybe one point at best out of the double at the double uh, game week. Uh, but I'm happy that we took all three and Ronaldo got that high. What did you did you see in the Man United games? Uh, I didn't. I, I mean, obviously, I thought that they were going to take all three against Norwich, and obviously, Ronaldo <laughs> 17 points for the first game, just unbelievable. Obviously, we know what's happened. But, you know, because it's missed the second game, it's so sad to yeah. see what's happened there. Um, obviously, you, you you've got to send your best wishes to Ronaldo. Um, it's so sad to see what's happened, you know, after that Norwich game. But in terms of on the pitch, um, he did so well against Norwich. You've got to be going into a game against Norwich at home, whoever you are, and expecting three points. So I can oh, understand. Come, we, we have done great against Tatsu Ta- Watford this year, have we? Burnley. I, wouldn't, I wouldn't share it. But I, at Norwich at home, you want three points. Uh, but that Liverpool game, you were always going to get hammered. Um, yeah. That's how it proved. Um, and to be fair, as bad as United were, Liverpool and City this season are just a class above anybody in the yeah. league, I reckon. Um, obviously, they've got goals everywhere. You see them, uh, Salah with a double Mane, Luis Diaz obviously coming in in January. As you do, just sign players in January. You've already got Jota, but for Liverpool, it's not enough. They sign someone else and he goes and scores. Uh, the one Scary. game I did, I did watch and want to speak a little bit about, uh, the game that Never I probably watched most of is probably Tottenham Brighton to start the game week. Um Awful. Tottenham were awful. I, I, I had that game on, on, you know, just on the side. And I, was, I sort of watched the last 15 minutes quite intently and obviously yeah. got the winner. It was just awful. Tottenham were just awful. I, I had a triple Tottenham and obviously it didn't start my game week off too well. Having that triple Tottenham and obviously neither of them contributed. Um, but great win for uh, for Brighton. Obviously, they've, they've done Arsenal and they've now done Tottenham. So North London's blue and white uh, at the moment. Um, but yeah, great win for Brighton. They've had a decent season, um, and obviously, work to do for Tottenham. Yeah, and it's similar to yourself, mate. The triple up with Spurs assets, which a lot of people have done, uh, expecting a lot more going into that one. Um, I think me and the Guru both got fooled into playing the captain shout on him, uh, of course, because um, he's been in great form, obviously. But yeah, Son didn't deliver, came quiet, and yeah, really annoying, really. Uh, big shout out to PSB for joining us. Yeah, great to have you in there, mate. And uh, let us know how you've gone this game week. Um, but yeah, elsewhere, what else did we, we touch on? Oh, the Trossard goal, like, I was looking at him, like, do you know, obviously just looking at your team, you're thinking, oh, he'd actually fit quite nicely in there, Trossard. But it's such a competitive midfield now, isn't it? With all the assets yeah. to pick from. It's so hard to get someone like him in mm. uh, and, and sacrifice the midfield. I've been playing a lot of five-man midfields in my team recently. Um but yeah, do you mean Trossard, is he one to keep an eye on or do you think that's the end of Brighton now or what do you think? No, I don't think it's the end of Brighton. I think if you're going to go with the Brighton assets, Trossard's probably one to go for. Um, obviously, he's a, he's a good player, Trossard, I quite like him. But I think the Arsenal, the trio of Arsenal players in midfield at a similar price are probably more attractive uh, options. Um, you look at uh, Erdegaard, you look at Saka, you look at Smith-Rowe. Smith-Rowe. Um, I think all three of them are quality. If you want to obviously bypass one or more of those to go with Trossard, I can see it. Um, but they'd be the sort of the four at that price. I might be missing somebody. Um, yeah. Obviously Kulisevsky, if you don't Kulisevsky, already have it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but I've gone with the Arsenal the Arsenal route I've gone with. with I've got at the moment Saka and Erdegaard. I was close to actually captaining Erdegaard over Kane because he obviously had the double. Um, they did really well in the second game. Obviously Arsenal, um, obviously not so well in the first. But I've gone with the Arsenal... Uh, the Arsenal way, and if you want to go Trossard, I think he's the best one for me in terms of attacking assets. And obviously, Brighton, you've got the defensive assets as well. You've got, you know, you've got your all your defenders. You've got your Kukureyas, 
uh, and the like you can also go with. So in terms of attacking, I'd go with, with Trossard and probably nowhere else, but there's obviously good value in the defence uh, for Brighton, I think, as well. Yeah, brilliant. And speaking of Arsenal, obviously what a massive surprise this result was. Chelsea versus Arsenal. Chelsea at home lost 4-2 to Arsenal. The likes of the what, a couple of the players that you just mentioned, then Smith Rowe, Saka getting amongst it, assist from Erdegaard, but the big surprise, and take it... Uh, <laughs> Ketia and Ketia, my apologies, and Ketia um, scoring a double in there. Massive surprise from him and obviously, uh, yeah, someone to have maybe on your radar. And what about the result? Yeah, and Ketia is a good player, but he just never has had the run of the green. Um, yeah. He's never obviously played because obviously he's got, you've got the likes. Minutes, has he? Yeah. Bamiang was in front of him last season, Lacazette this season. Um, if he was at any club outside the top six, he'd do unbelievable things. Like he'd be scoring probably double-figure goals, I reckon. Um, he's a good player at uh, Nketiah. Um, obviously, he had a loan spell. I think it was was it Leeds? He had a loan spell. That didn't quite work out a little while back. Um, but I think if he got minutes under his belt, he'd be a top player. Um, so good to see him get a couple of goals. And the celebration, I can't remember if it was his first or his second, but when he put his arm just like on the corner flag, and just accepted all the abuse from all the Chelsea fans, and just like, just like bring it on. I was like, go on, lad. Well played. Yeah, Obviously, yeah. it's nice to see Saka score. Did he put his, his fingers in his No, it was, more, it was more like that. He had his arm resting on the corner flag and all the yeah. Chelsea fans were hurling abuse at him and he just didn't care. Um, it was nice to see Saka score a penalty. Oh, it was a dumb one, that was it. Yeah. Would, have been, would have been good to see him score a penalty a few months earlier, but fair play that he's, you know, atoned for his error in the in the final of the Euros. And Smith Rowe is just a quality player. But Arsenal, Arsenal in a few years, I reckon, will be a good side once you've got Nketi coming through. Smith Rowe, Erdegaard, all these players are still young. I think we forget how young Erdegaard actually is. Like, mm. because he's been around for ages, he's still yeah. early 20s. Um, yeah, so, early 20s. But he's obviously proven into kind of international stage as well now, isn't he? And he's, yeah, like you say, he's been around for a long time. I mean, he did well in the when he on loan in Spain, didn't he? But yeah, he's got... Yeah, it's 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 coming really well, Arsenal. But yeah, definitely a shock result for that one. Um, six goals in that game. I think it was two all after 30 minutes or so, 31, 32 minutes. Uh, goals galore, great for assets. Oh, I mean, I had a sacker yeah. in there. Um, but yeah, bit of a big surprise. Um, yeah, and also to mention, obviously, we spoke a lot about Burnley last week, mate. So let's uh, let's have a look at Burnley. I just want to go back to Chelsea, just one quick minute. Go on. I just want to have a look at Timo Werner because if you have a look at Chelsea in the next three game weeks, they've got two doubles in that time. Yeah. Um, so they've got a double, then a single and a double. So he's one that, you know, to, to spoil one of my transfers, he's one that I've, I've brought in just for you that. You couldn't resist, could you? You couldn't just resist unloading thing. already, yeah? Give a little taste yeah, of it. <laughs> I couldn't get to, I wanted Mason Mount, couldn't get to him, but I think Chelsea going forward are going to be good because of their fixture run. Obviously, five. Yeah. In the next three game weeks, I think if you're going to go anywhere, I'd go to Stamford Bridge. Yeah, um, definitely a good shout, and I'm sure we're going to reiterate that a couple more times over the pod. Um, but going over just back to your favourite team, Burnley in the Premier League. Obviously, uh, it looks as though the fortunes have uh, kind of switched around now, and they're a two nil win uh, at home Southampton. Do you think Burnley can stay up? Um, I think they can. I don't think they will. I think Everton will, will have a bit too much. And I'm not just saying that as a Blackburn fan. Um, For sure. I'm not. I think I think Everton have got too good a team to go down. Uh, it's a big win for Burnley. They needed it. Um, I've been on a podcast since obviously Sean Dyche has been sacked, and and I've said as much as I as much as I hate Burnley as a football club, you've got to respect the job that Sean Dyche did. And I don't know what they're Absolutely. doing sacking him. You, I don't know what they're doing sacking him. But to be fair. 
first game, or sorry, second game without him, because his first was against West Ham, obviously. Um, Michael um, Michael Jackson came in. Yeah, his name is actually Michael Jackson. Yeah, so there you go. Pill, yeah. Thriller, thriller of, of, of a game. There we go. <laughs> um, obviously, a point away at West Ham. They probably should have had all three with a missed penalty. Um, and they got three, obviously, at home against Southampton. Massive result for them. Um, they, Of course, they can stay up, but I think Everton might just have a bit too much. Yeah, and some of those owners who've kept all the Brownhill all season, obviously he's cheap as chips in there. I think he's around 4.4, 4.5 kind of midfield price. He got himself two assists there. So if you did manage to make it on the pitch, you've reaped the rewards finally for Brownhill. I know he's had uh, maybe two appearances, two good appearances this season. Uh, but finally, Man City on absolute fire. Uh, 3-0 against Brighton. Uh, Brighton in their second game of the week. Couldn't do it against uh, away from home against City. But Mares Bernardo back on the score sheet. Foden, who looks like a great asset to own. He's been playing a lot of football in the Premier League uh, recently. Um, and obviously De Bruyne and Mares on the assists. Man City assets going into this game week as well. Um, you know, How can you stay away from them? Yeah, Phil Foden is going to be a good FPL asset. He is now. And the scary thing is he'll probably be a good FPL asset in the next 15 years, um, provided he stays in the Premier League and doesn't go elsewhere. I don't know why he would, but if he, you know, if he wanted to go to an overseas league, I don't know, maybe in the top five. But as long as he stays in the league, Phil Foden will be a good asset for the next 15 years. And that's what's scary. Like He's a young player arriving on the scene. Well, more than arriving, he's arrived definitely. But you know, he's a player that we get. We're going to have to watch grow and 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 do so much. He's been brilliant for City at the moment. Obviously, got himself a goal. They've got they're another one like Liverpool. They've just got an embarrassment of riches. Uh, you look at Mares. You look at Sterling, Bernardo Silva, Foden, um, Gabriel Jesus. Uh, they're just they're just quality. De Bruyne. Um, they're, they're absolutely quality in you know in the attacking areas and in defence too. Um, but there's a lot of assets to go for for the uh, last few uh, game weeks of the season, for sure. Um, I think Foden might be the one for me if I was to yeah. go with one. Um, if I had to pick one, I'd probably go Foden. Uh, but Mares, I think, is another good shout, possibly, as well. Yeah, nice. And just before we move on from the uh, results, the recap, got to mention the guy who's on... I did this for Elliot Craig, of course, who's our, uh, you know, you generally on here on the host. He's been off for a while, similar to Ollie, but he's uh, the token Newcastle fan. That we've got on the uh, on the podcast, and I'm sure he's delighted with this victory. But Bruno Jimenez, did I get that right, Ollie? Uh, I don't think so, but I don't speak okay. Brazilian. Either. I don't speak is Portuguese it, either. Uh, it's a good attempt, I reckon. I think it's Gimarais. I think Gimarais. There we go. Even with a bit of a flick of the accent, so he's obviously he, he got himself two goals in that in that game. Um, I think someone captained him. Um, I think it was like as from Fantasy Football Scout captained him, brought him in. Um, which is a hell of a shout and what a result that was for him and getting on that one. And I think he got the assist in that second game. Yeah, that's correct as well. So, you know, I'm, I'm pretty sure he's around 4.9, cheap midfielder. But hey. I think, yeah, I think that assist, I, I always quote, whenever whenever there's a cheap assist, like if I'm playing pro club or anything, there's a cheap assist. I always quote the one from Tom Carroll to Gareth Bale against West Ham. <laughs> where he just lays it off to him at the side. Yeah. Like Gareth Bale does all the work. All that's the work, another yeah. one. That's another one. Uh, Almiron, the, the amount that he ran for that goal, he ran, he was inside, started his run inside his own half, sprinted down pretty much, you know, the inside right, or just inside the right-hand touchline, sprinted down, cut inside and just rifled it far post. Such a good goal. It's one of the best, one, probably one of the best this year uh, yeah. in the season, probably. It's a great goal from Almiron and, and Bruno, you know, probably the best Bruno in the league. Oh, um, stay away, son, stay away, son. Oh, oh, oh. 
On four. On four. On four. Yeah, on four. I, I think he'd be the one. If you're looking to get Bruno into your team, you, you're going. You're going for Gimaraes rather than uh, Fernandez, I reckon. Gimaraes, I like it. But that, obviously, that kind of concludes the. Uh, you know, obviously, what happened in game week 33. But and how did that affect our league, our mini leagues? Over to the free mini. Billy Brannigan is on absolute fire. He has topped our free mini competition. He's gone to 362 overall, 78 points for this week, and now gone to 2,344 points. Absolutely insane. He got on the he kept with Salah, kept his faith with him. This guy, I'm just gonna jump into his team because I just want to show his game week history. Um, and he's been smashing some a lot of green arrows, only two red arrows in the last uh what's that, eight weeks. He's he's hauled some, he's made some big progress. He was around three, two to three K during the uh, game weeks 22 to 27. And then he's just made a massive push since game week 28, gone from 1300 all the way down to 362. Absolutely unreal stuff from him. Um, and he's looking really good after hitting that 78 points. Uh, Chama gone down to second. Uh, FPL Planner down in staying in third. Uh, so that kind of top three looking really good. Um, and they, they're both, all three of them are in the top 2K. But Chama's still in the mix with 436 uh, overall ranking. Those rankings are insane, aren't they, Ollie? Yeah, it's it's crazy. Like it's harsh on Chama because he's in the top five hundred in the world and yeah. still can't in even the world. Yeah. Look, does does that show how good our, our free mini is? Like we started this in lockdown as like you know, the four of us on the podcast, and it's grown yeah. to something quite brilliant. And the fact that we've got, I think what's that, a top four inside the top two K, like that's just mental. Like the top four, sorry, outside of Billy, second, third, and fourth, which obviously you've got Chama. You've got TN, and you've got, I think, is that Naif in fourth? Like, they can count themselves mm-hmm. extremely unlucky that they're not topping our league, but fair play to Billy. staved off all challenges so far, but of course the job's not done. He's got a few yeah. more games to go, but he'll, you know, obviously give himself a huge chance to, to win the league. Yeah, absolutely insane stuff. And over to another extremely competitive league is our FPL uh, Addicts Paid Mini. So these guys have all entered the competition um, to win some cash prizes and rewards this season. And someone who's just made a massive move and exchanged places in, in, in the top. I think he was third last week and he's got to first place is Jordy Wilson. Uh, he will be one Kenobi nil. 108 points he hauled this week. Absolutely unreal stuff. Taking him to 3.6k overall in the world. Um, and yeah, like I said, he's jumped um, three three places into, into first place. He captained Cristiano. What a shout that was. Uh, so unreal stuff. Uh, Steve Wallace dropped down to second. Uh, he spent one week in that top position. Kieran King down to third and Donald uh, down to fourth. Um, and Donald's still just hitting those lower numbers again, 47 points. Um, not great from Donald. He needs to find a bit of form from somewhere to catch back up. Um, but that now in the top, uh, what is it, top four, I'm counting 60 points difference. So still very much all to play for in there, Ollie. Yeah, it is. And and I know we say it every single week, it's like FPL addicts bingo, isn't it? Like we just say, oh, everyone in the free mini should have entered the paid mini. All of that top four would be topping our paid mini if they'd have entered. All the top four in the free mini would be topping topping the uh, the paid if they'd have entered. So it's just mental. It's just absurd at this point, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely, mate. And obviously with Jody Wilson holding those the 108 points, uh, he is our manager of game week 33. So Ollie, you can pass the baton on to Jordy. Yeah, if I had a trophy, I, I would I would do. But but look, he, he's clearly a better manager than me. How I held on to that trophy for even a game week is just daylight robbery. 
Um, but but Jordy again, he's he's top quality, isn't he? He just knows what he's doing. Just bring his team up, Jack. Why not? Just yeah, put his team up. Let, let, let him let him embellish in his glory. Look at his 108, 108 points. Let it let him bask in the glory. He's got their course up top. I've just lost all respect for him. Um, but no, like what a team that is. On a, on a real note, what a team. Saka in midfield, Salah. If he'd have captain, imagine if he captain Salah. He's he's you know he's even better off. But you can't go wrong with Ronaldo with the hat trick. Um, just again across all lines, he's got an incredible team, and you know he's definitely a shout to win the paid mini. I reckon. Yeah, absolutely. And obviously he's got Veghorst in there. So on last week's podcast, mate, I actually got rid of Veghorst for Wood. <laughs> so good decision. Good decision. I've had, enough, I've had enough of Veghorst. He's done nothing for me. I'm going to bring Wood back in. As I think I said, Ollie Walker-Peel would love this. I've been bringing him back in. He cursed, he cursed me for the first 10 weeks of the podcast and I brought him back in. He cursed me again. Uh, sometimes it's just unlucky. It's unlucky, isn't it? Like Sometimes you can't you can't win with things like that. But obviously he scored against West Ham. Um, did Veghorst in the, in the first game that Burnley played in the game week. Yeah. Um, he's, got, he's scored quite a few goals since he's come in in January, so he's been a good asset for Burnley and he may well keep him up. Yeah, I think it was like, I went, I think he had one shot in three games or something. So I was like, he's gone, he's gone for me. But anyway, up and up and at him. So over to the women's mini, we're going to check in uh, with the, our female only league. So Karen Spence still topping, top of the pops there with uh, 63 points, 2,191 overall, which is massive score. That's nearly beat my score from last week, from last year, from last season. Um, and then in second place, uh, Marja, she's on 75. Great score in there, 2,138. And in the top 115K, well done to her. And Thashi's just pushed up to third place. The girls are absolutely killing it in there, both with Saka captains as well. So they benefited from that too. So nice work, ladies. And over to our podcast mini. And But before, before we do that, we're just going to bring in our guest because he has arrived. And here he is, live from London. Christopher Reed, who is on his way to Fantasy Football Fest in London for the big meetup. Over 200 people are going there today. And Chris Reed has made the journey from up north, down south. Chris, did you get lost on the way? I managed to make it uh, make it safe and sound, Jack. Um, so I'm here in one piece, mate. And uh, as you can see, probably behind me, I'm in the Summers Town Coffee House. Is it just in the Kelly Summers uh... Town Coffee House? <laughs> hey, that's not bad actually. That um, I don't know if it's spelt the spelt the same, but um, yeah, it's uh, it's it's great to be here. I'm looking forward to it. It's obviously early doors. It doesn't start till till later on about four o'clock. Um, but yeah, it's great to see you guys. Uh, you know, on the pod as well, especially you, Ollie, mate. You've been uh, a man in demand, especially in the the commentary world these days, and and so on. So uh, it's great to see you, mate. Yeah, it's good to be back, mate. Good to see you as well. And uh, hopefully you stay in one piece for the duration of the day. But um, be- <laughs> I, can't, I can't promise anything, boys. <laughs> should be decent. One. We'll have to see how it compares to the to the FPL social. We've got um, There's no Elliot Craig on the host panel there, though, is there? So, you know, you've got no Jackie G running the show. So uh, they're going to have to do quite a bit to, uh, to level up. But, you know, I'm sure it'll be a great event. And I'm uh, looking forward to see how it turns out. In all yeah, absolutely. Yeah. We can't wait. And uh, Chris is, is actually going to take over the FPL Addicts pod Instagram. So if uh, anyone who's listening out there watching live, you can see all the antics. He's going to be meeting and mingling with all the FPL uh, other gurus out there in the UK. Obviously, um, so you can get on, on at FPL Addicts underscore podcast. Give us a follow on there and, and check in with the stories because uh, Chris Reed is going to be smashing the beers while he's you know 
work in the room, watching what's going on, meeting and greeting people. I can't wait to see what, what happens and what's in store, but you're going to have a great time. But, uh, Reedy, have you got much... Um, do you know what's going to happen? What's the schedule is for today? Um, yeah, yeah. Just just on that note, I'm just going to get my breakfast here from, from oh, this uh, wonderful lady breakfast. that's uh, accommodating me. So... Um, <laughs> I'll have some brown sauce, please. That'd be wonderful. <laughs> Listen, top class service in here. Listen, I'm on. They've, you know, I'm on the Wi-Fi. They give me a nice little table. It's nice and quiet. I can't ask for much more, to be honest with you, um, boys. But um, the, the schedule for today, um, it's a case of you know, just get myself checked into the hotel later, uh, later on. Um, there's a FPL meets organised by FPL Nima, a great guy in the community. Um, organised all the FPL meets previously in London, um, you know, and there's been quite a few of them. And uh, he's basically organising like a pre-meet before uh, FF Fest. Uh, so this is at 1pm. Um, there's about 30 people there, maybe a bit more than that. And it's just for anyone who basically just wants to meet up, who's maybe feeling a little apprehensive, maybe nervous or whatever. You know, help them settle in and so on, and uh, and then yeah, we'll head over to uh, to Fest at four pm and and um, you know, obviously I'm not running it, so I don't know the schedule inside and out, but um, you know, what, it's a case can we, of what can, yeah, what can you expect today? What are you expecting? Um, thank you very much, yeah. appreciate it. Um, yeah, there's, there's going to be there's a bit of brown sauce here, boys. Sauce eh? It's all well. going off. Um, but yeah, so there's going to be a quiz. Uh, there's going to be a bit of stand-up from Ed, Ed, I believe, uh, who's organising it with Gianni. Um, so we'll see how that one goes. That should be funny. I don't know whether it's going to be the right way or the wrong way. Um, but yeah, he's given it a bit of comedy there. So we'll see how he goes with the stand-up. Um, you know, Kelly Summers um, and uh, Jules, Jules Breach is, is, is going to be... Um, you know, yeah, wow. presenting it or hosting it. So that's fantastic. Um, Ali Brewster Ball, I don't know if he's going to make it. I know you you, you know him, Jack, and you know, from being on the Fancy um, yeah. you know, Fancy 606 podcast and so on, uh, he might make it. Chris Sutton might be there. Who knows? Who knows? But, you know, they've got things like that. Uh, I know there's a, there's sort of maybe a bit more of a quiz going on from FPL Juice. The guys over there who do a podcast, they're doing a bit of a, you know, you're going to name a player within, you know, basically the fastest, questions there's just there's just plenty going to be going on there's there's obviously um you know drinks as well going to be flowing and there's going to be just just basically everyone getting together and putting faces to names um so yeah, that's all I know. You know, you can't get much that's, more from me than that. Lot, really, you know? a, that is a lot of stuff going on, and it <laughs> sounds so exciting. And what a way to spend your Friday! Uh, and obviously, meeting up with the fantasy fantasy uh, community in the UK is absolutely brilliant. It's so big, yeah. Um, yeah. and we're yeah, we're excited to see you know, who you meet and who you chat to, and uh, yeah, and spread the word of FPL addicts as well, mate. So cracking stuff, and we'll crack on with the pod. Uh, feel free to dig into your breakfast and uh, your, your juice while you're at it. <laughs> uh, no beers yet. No beer. I was no, tempted. No They've got a great selection of beers here, boys. But <laughs> I'm gonna behave. I'm gonna wait till uh, till till I, you know meet the boys or meet everyone, boys and girls even, because communities you know full of people who play FBL. Um, you know whether you whether you're a guy or a girl uh, or a lady, I should say, um, if I'm being posh. And uh, you know everyone everyone gets involved and plays FBL. So. I'm staying off the beers for now, boys. I think it's sensible. What do you reckon, Al? Yeah, good shot, I reckon. And I reckon, you know, you're in London. That's the difference, according to, you know, obviously, you know, quoting Neil Warnock. So be as posh as you can. Um, 
if you need to be. Um, but I'm sure you'll. Uh, I'm sure you'll be right, mate. I'm sure Brilliant. Brilliant. Um, all right, so on with the pod. We're going to review our uh, podcast mini, obviously from the panel, the FPLX panel. Uh, one guy who had a cracker of a week, um, if I just bring this up on screen now, Statman Dave, he came second in our in the FPL game week for our, for our mini, or the FPL uh, paid mini with 88 points. I don't know if he's checking this team, but it looks good. He's got, two, he's got two on the bench. Go, got, go back to game week. Go back and see if he is checking it, if you want. Well, let's have a look. Yeah, let's have a look on here. Um, I, I think he made a transfer, actually, so he must have. Oh, he made two transfers this week, so yeah, he has. He's checked it. He's set up his team spot on. 88 points is hauled. Massive score. Uh, the highest in our in our podcast this week. Captain Mo Salah. He didn't have him at the start of the season. He missed out on a heap of points, but he's finally learned his lesson. And he's uh, he's definitely on the right track. And even Dennis made the starting lineup for him to get those eight points with Saka hitting the 10 and Dubravka in goal after their, after their double game week. Well done, Statman Dave. Um, that is a cracker score, mate. And definitely picked you back up. Uh, and you're on the hunt around. Uh, still about 100 points off me, thank goodness. Uh I did all right this week too, but I did make three transfers. I took a minus four, 76 points overall. Um, I kept in the wrong person. I put Son instead of Salah. But, you know, Son's on a heater. So you got to, you know, you don't leave the table when you're, when you're on a heater, as they say. Um, he did cracking in there. Uh, Cooley, obviously, a quiet week. But I was happy with uh, Laporte coming in. Uh, Wood did absolutely nothing, as I was saying earlier. I took him out of the Veghorst. Major error. Regret that one, of course. But, um, yeah, I got hit by the Wood curse again. But Pope... Uh, after his clean sheet this morning. Um, yeah, nailed it. 10 points on there, so happy with that. Uh, and that was a nice little green arrow for me after uh, two pretty above average but poor weeks. But going on to um, you know a better score again, second in our podcast mini, 84 points, Elliot Craig, no transfers made, absolutely beautiful stuff, and he benefited from the Salah captain um, with the Foden with 10 points. Ollie, pretty pretty jealous of this team this week. Yeah, I am. I, I spoke to him earlier about it um, the other day, and he, you know, Captain Salah obviously missed out when you know in the reverse fixture when Liverpool hammered United. You know that's not changed obviously because United are awful. Um, yeah, you're right, you're right. He missed out the first time. Well said. Out- well said, Ollie. Well said. I like you getting <laughs> that in there just for just for Jack. Yeah, <laughs> just because I can. But he didn't miss out the second time. Is my point. Obviously, he had a brilliant game against Salah, didn't he? Uh, so having the armband on him really propelled him up um, up the um, up the ranks. Obviously, he took a huge green arrow off the back of that too, which is obviously great for him as we uh, we lose Reedy's vision for the moment. Uh, but no, he's had a great team. He's obviously gone with uh, Dubravka in net as well. Um, obviously, you know he was buzzing with the uh, the Newcastle results across the week, and he's obviously buzzing with having uh, Dubravka in net as well. So yeah, good week for him. Um, you know, it's it's a bit of a one off though, isn't it? Realistically. Um, he's had a bit of a poor season, Elliot. Which is, it's really since I've since I've known him, it's it's only the second time he's had a bad season. The second time that hopefully, fingers crossed, I um, get a better over a rank than him because he's usually better than me. He's a better manager traditionally, but you know he's had a good week. You'll have to see if it can continue, but hopefully, he doesn't catch me. Yeah, he set his team up pretty nicely now. Um, it, it could have obviously been a bigger one had Madison, you know, started that first game perhaps and, you know, he could have done the business. But um, 84 points, he'll be happy with that, like he said. But on to our UK correspondent who's got a mouthful of uh, his builder's breakfast or whatever he's got on there. So uh, what I'll do Listen, is play his Jack, oh, I'm say it right. A mouthful of sausage, mate. Listen. I didn't want to say it. We're not messing about here. I changed my... <laughs> 
as I hit my head on no, the... No, go on, um, go on, go on. I don't want to derail right. it. I don't, you know, I don't want to distract go. you. Go on, mate, as you, as you were. <laughs> but you're meant to be reviewing this, but Reedy's renegades. I know he messed up a couple of transfers last week and he had, he's ended up playing his free hit. And he's come out with 63 points. He's made it just above the average. So I think he was a bit of a sweaty week for Reedy. But Reedy, uh, do you want to talk us through how you messed up your team going into the game week first? Yeah, that's one way to put it, Jack. And, you know, rightly so, mate. Um, oh, those transfers uh, that I made accidentally, taking out Coutinho or taking out Gulu uh, for some, and then, um, you know, moving out Kane for Wood. And uh, I eventually then took um, took uh, Coutinho up for Mount. So I then kind of thought, should I just play my free hit? And in a nutshell, um, you always kind of compare your non-free hit team to your free hit team. And if I just kind of just went with it um, and, and and you left it, you know, maybe use one transfer because I had two rolled over, I could have captain Salah and I would have ended up with about 80-odd, nearly 90 points. So it was a killer, absolute killer. I used my free hit. It could have went better, a lot better, especially Bruno Fernandes. Bowen was a kind of punk because I thought with West Ham playing Burnley, you know, they'd, they'd probably stuff him, but wasn't the case. Um, so, yeah, what, not what, a great What happened when you put Bruno in instead of Salah? I really, really don't know, Jack. I really do not know. <laughs> I, I, you know what? You know what, though? It was a swinging roundabout type of thing. You know, it's happened this season in FBL. You've seen it. You know, some people, when they captained Bruno, he hit or he hauled. You know, this time round, people have d- done that and captained Bruno and Ronaldo's, you know, hauled. I've just gone and just picked the wrong player. Simple as that. I've put Bruno mm-hmm. in with a double fixture. Thought he'd get, do well against Norwich. You know, wasn't involved at all, really. No, Ronaldo, obviously like no, no Liverpool players in your midfield. Unbelievable. Really, really bad. I mean, taking Salah out, it's just the one, isn't it? That, that's the one. I mean, I think it's because of Son and how no coverage. Good, yeah, no, how good Son and Kane have been recently. And, you know, it really, really wasn't great. But you know what? Listen, 60-odd points. I take it and move on. I've still got a bench boost left. And uh, and we go with that, really. it's Yeah, it could have been better, boys. Could have been a lot better. Oh, Elliot Craig, but- by the way. I just want to mention that lad. He's been off it off it lately. I know Ollie won't like to hear this, but you know, Ollie's been smashing it. But Elliot Craig, I told you he'd be back sooner or later, and he has been. He's absolutely killed it. So well done to the to the lad, um, especially Newcastle as well, because they're flying. Um and yeah, another team over flying that Ollie doesn't like is Burnley. But you know, we'll say yeah, as, as the least about that this pop. We'll say we won't say any more about that, Ollie, because I know that um I know you really want them to go down, so we're... It's because of bottom three. How are they flying? They're flying, mate. Absolutely flying. Chris Wood. Chris Wood goes to Newcastle. Jay Rodriguez starts playing games. Looks an absolute demon up top. You you left on the bench also. I did. I did. That is correct. Um, (laughs) Weggles Weggles, Weggles can only hit the post from, like, what? Two yards out. Um, Burnley are in Dreamland at the moment, and I think if they carry on that momentum... Everton could, or, or even I think it's Leeds might be quite close to that relegation. It, it, they could be uh, out of there, and you know the other guys could be in re- real trouble. So Elliot Craig, I just want to give a shout out to him as well as you, Ollie, because you've been doing amazing. Jack, you're still being you know average. Um, have you, but have you yeah, finished yet? What have you finished saying your, your shout out? I need anyway, to get more I'll, sausage. What, I'll let you carry on. What I was going to commend you on was your Bruno shout that you had both Brunos in, and as Ollie alluded to just before you jumped on, uh, the 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 opposite, the wrong the wrong Bruno, you would say, actually fired this week. Uh, obviously, getting on the score sheet uh, with his two goals and his assist in his double there. So well done bringing that Bruno in. 
Uh, I know you had the other Bruno as well, but he was obviously the double double one. Bruno and, and only one hole. Double Bruno and one hole. Yeah. What what um, one that you wouldn't expect, but yeah, thanks for that. Right. I appreciate it. that was the only good thing that I did right with me for you. So all right, good work, mate. I'm just gonna mute Reedy just for a minute while he carries on eating. But over to Mornington Rovers, last week's game week, uh manager of the week. Ollie Walker Peel, 59 points this week. Obviously, not uh, in Dreamland, uh, below the average. Um, and Ollie, how did you feel you went, mate? I'm gutted because I had an awful 95th minute. I think it, I had, I think it was something like 20 points that I lost in the 95th minute <laughs> because I lost. No, in fact, no, it was less. It was 17 because I lost the double clean sheet from Leicester because James Justin didn't play. Because uh, who was it who scored? Was it Flasic? Was it who scored for Everton? Or, or somebody scored? Somebody scored for Everton. Can't remember. It, it was it was that annoying striker called Richarlison. It was Richarlison. Right. So Richarlison. Yeah, he spoiled the party. I had Schmeichel. Yeah, Richarlison scores to wipe the double clean sheet from Leicester, and Alex Lacazette comes on for one for a one minute cameo. If, he'd, if he hadn't have come on, I would have had Pontus Janssen's 10 points off the bench. So, if the game, if both games had ended in the 94th minute, I'd have been flying, but because they didn't, I mean, you know, it was a bit earlier for Everton, I'll be honest, but if, if they'd have ended in the 90th minute without a stoppage time, I'd have been flying, but it's just one of them. Um, Salah, obviously, if I'd have captained him, I'd have been good. So, again, I'm not too disappointed because I'm just on the wrong side of fine margins. You know, if I'm on the if I'm on the right side of the 50-50s, I'm probably thirty points better off, if not more. Um, so it's a bit of a disappointing one, but you move forward. I'm I'm doing a lot right at the moment. I'm happy. I've taken a lot of red arrows, but if I you know if I can get on the right side of the fine margins, I'll be I'll be doing a lot right. No, you're doing very well in there. Obviously, 182k overall. Did leave 18 on the bench. Um, yeah, I mean, you're I think... your bench well. Yeah, I, I was going to say last week, if I if I hadn't have won the cash prize, it's the wrong time to bench Bruce. But obviously, I won manager of the week because of my bench yeah. Bruce last week, so I can't really complain. No, you, you've you've made the most of it, mate. So well done there. And we're moving on. First place in our FPL Addicts mini podcast is the Guru, the one and only Guru, sitting at 52k overall, 69 points for the week. He made these two transfers, no points, no points hit on uh, taken on there, which is great. But a small red arrow, I think he had overall. Um, going into his team, his Shah move. He had, his, he had the Newcastle triple up, which not many managers out there would have, but he went for the triple up and he did benefit there with Sean Dubravka, uh, the back with Cancelo and Alexander-Arnold. Um, he didn't have the Spurs triple up this week. He had the double, uh, Kulu and Son, you know, was obviously doing okay in there, but he did captain um, Son, so he didn't. Uh, he missed out on the Salah points. Corney, uh, he, he missed a penalty, Corney, didn't he, for Burnley? So. West Ham. Yeah, he, he obviously got three points, so he could he could have gone either way for him. Um, and then Chris Wood not doing much, and he left Richarlison on the bench, um, picking him picking Brohar instead of Richarlison. So Guru missed out on a few vital points in there. Um, and yes, yeah, sitting at fifty two k, the Guru sends his apologies for not making it on. It was due to come on, but he just couldn't make it back from work in time. We are on an earlier stream. If you are listening, and if you are listening. Don't forget, please do give us a like on it. If you're watching on YouTube, hit subscribe. And if you are listening on um, on uh, Apple, make sure you hit the subscribe on there just to uh, make sure you get every podcast every week. We've been doing these every single week for the last two seasons now, as well as obviously the likes of Champions League um, and the Euros and the upcoming World Cup we can't wait for as well. So make sure you give us a bit of love on there and, and give us a follow. 
it really does help. And if you've got you have got a moment, uh, please leave us a quick testimonial, quick uh, rating, a few words, and that does really does help the podcast. But obviously, we're going to move on. We're you know no guru section this week, so we can't do that. We haven't got a guest on, but we have obviously got our UK correspondent on. He spoke a bit about what he's up to today. So we're just going to jump in and we're going to look at uh, our teams for the week and what moves. Ollie, at the start of the podcast, we're going to start with you because you already kind of gave a bit of yours away, gave us a bit of a, a sneak peek. But what moves are you making this week, mate? So I thought about only making the one transfer and I've had a little bit of a nightmare this week um, because I had even money to go from um, to go from to go to Werner from Lacazette. So I did that. And just after I made the transfer to confirm it, I had two free transfers. Gelhart Rose and Cucho Hernandez from Watford dropped. So I've then made that move to go from Cucho to Gelhart because I didn't see anyone under five million that I liked up top. So I went from Cucho to Gelhart um, just because Cucho is out maybe for the rest of the season with the hamstring. Yeah. So I've decided to do that. I've lost point two there because obviously one's fallen, one's risen, which Blimey. is yeah. a bit of a shame. But they're the two transfers I'm making. Um, I don't know what Nketiah's price is because maybe looking back in hindsight, I maybe should have gone with Nketiah. Um, I don't know if I can afford him anyway. Uh, but I've gone to Gelhart. But I think Timo Werner with the, with the double, with the double, double in the next three game weeks, I think he might be a good asset to get. Yeah, Nketiah's 5.4, mate. Yeah, I couldn't have afforded him. No, he's quite expensive, actually. Surprisingly, isn't he? Yeah, he's been five. He's been four or five for ages, hasn't he? Coming into every single season, he's been four point five. It seems like I think he may. Well, did he start five this year? Um, possibly, mm, but um, yeah, I couldn't get him in, which is annoying. But I've gone to Gelhart instead. Yeah, no, fair enough. And obviously, how many uh, Chelsea players does that give you then for the week? Just the one. Give me one, yeah, which is annoying because I wanted to go to to Mount or Havertz or or anybody, but I couldn't get a midfielder in. The only defender that would have allowed me to get to Reese James was uh, Diaz, but City's runs amazing. Yeah, so it's hard to, hard to move away. Has Diaz been playing much? Has Diaz been playing much though? I mean, you've got to keep him in for his run. Um, yeah. I think even with that, you, you've just got to keep him in. So that's what I've decided to do. Hopefully, I can get another Chelsea player in potentially before their second double, um, which is I think game week thirty six, isn't it? I think that's their second double. So hopefully, I can get another one in before them. Yeah, nice work. Um, was there anyone else that you, you, you've you got your eye on heading into the next week or two, though? Uh, Bruno Gimaraes probably is another one that I maybe should have gone with. Um, I can probably move. I can move. I've got so many midfielders at that price. So if, I don't know, Kulosevsky or, or Erdegaard has a bad run, I might be able to go to Gimaraes. I know Newcastle's run. Do you think his wide. run's over? Do you think his I, run's over and I he's kind of been and gone now? Or? Yeah, he's one that I'm looking at, but his runs might be coming to an end anyway because of Newcastle's bad run of fixtures, but I'll keep yeah. an eye on him anyway. Yeah, nice work, mate. Well, they sound exciting from your end. Um, Reedy, are you ready or do you want me to go? No, I'll go fire away, Jack. Go for it, mate. I'm, uh, I'm eager to, to, to listen to what you've got planned, mate. Um, uh, yeah, I'll wait. Go for it. Go for it, buddy. <laughs> from my one, mate, I've taken uh, a leaf out of your book, Reedy, out of the, uh, the hit book. We call it, we call it, I guess. <laughs> yes, go on, Jack. Go on. Why not? I'm, I'm Have a bit of fun, mate. I'm probably at that point where I just need to kind of, uh, yeah, let loose uh, with the transfers. And I've opened the checkbook. Uh, I made a few transfers, taken a few hits. So I'm actually on a minus eight at the minute. If I take another one, I'm going to have to free hit, I think. But <laughs> uh, Keywords key there, Ollie, at the minute. <laughs> <laughs> well, it depends if there's any uh, your 
bad team news, but it is a big weekend for me. Retro Gillibrand, Retro Gillibrand, aren't we here? Bloody game we won last season. We're going to we're going to Retro Jack. <laughs> this is it. We need to get back, get these uh, transfers up. So I've made a few moves now. I wanted Chelsea assets, of course, uh, going into this one. Now they are leaking goals, but attacking threat. You've, you've got to get these players in, haven't you? So I've gone uh, Alonso at the back. So I've taken uh, Ben White out. I've upgraded to Alonso. Uh, he obviously got the double in there. I feel like um, against West Ham and United, they can do some damage and he might actually fire away on a few few games. Um, I also wanted Mason Mount in there. So I've got rid of Saka. Like, I know Saka's in decent... Like, he scored in that last game. Reedy's calling his face, but... Mike, Mike Halpin. No. Yeah, well, that one, Jack. Ooh. Well, listen, Mike, Mike Applin loves his Arsenal, doesn't he? So I don't love Arsenal. Saka, I've had him. He's done well for me. Ben White has done great for me. Uh, so I've, I've saw them, um, you know, those Arsenal players off. I'm hoping for a nil-nil against United, of course. So I'm hoping none of them do well. Um, I brought. I managed to get Mason Mount in, in there. But to do that, I had to get rid of, obviously, Chris Wood. So I've got rid of Chris Wood as well. He spent one week in the team, one week in the team, performed <laughs> horrendously after screwing me over with Veghorst. Um, and so I've brought uh, Greenwood in from Leeds, obviously not from Manchester Prison. Um, so that is the team. Three transfers, a minus eight. Yeah, a minus eight only had one transfer. I like it. So I'll actually just bring up my team real quick because then you can actually see what that looks like. So so what you're basically saying, Jack, is that you expect Chelsea to, you know, with the obviously the double, the double fixtures, but you yeah. expect them to beat, beat United. I'm expecting them to beat United, yeah. Or score. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I just think just I one of those, beat. isn't it? You know, just... Yeah, go on. I'm just going to say some people Some people have a bit of um, what you call team bias in FBL. And, um, you know, it's clear to see that you've uh, betrayed your beloved Man United, Manchester United, long ago, my friend. And, um, you know, you're thinking it's going to be uh, possibly another 4 0 from Chelsea. Uh, listen, as long as a couple of goals go in, um, you know, it could be it could be a 3 all thriller. Do you know what I mean? You know, as long as Alonso assists or scores and Mount gets amongst it, then it's not too bad, is it? Yeah. In all honesty, though, mate, I think your team's absolutely set up fantastically. Yeah. Um, I love the fact that you've got, you know, your Spurs assets still. You've still got Liverpool, Salah and Jota. That's mm. great. Um, you've you've obviously got your double City defence with their fixture running, which is looking really, really easy. You know, wouldn't surprise me if they have the league one, um, you know, and That's win all those games. Game. You just yeah. expect it. Nick Pope's solid, you know, um, he showed that last night. You've got Trent, who's capable of assisting or even you know grabbing a goal at any point. So yeah. you know the only thing in there is obviously Brozier, but you know with the moves that you've made, um, yeah, you know that's that's, that's fair enough. You can see yeah. why he's there. See why he's there. Um, so yeah, I like it. But yeah. what do you think? Uh, what do you think, Ollie? Uh, yeah, don't mind it. I think I like the Chelsea shoutouts. <laughs> like hard, hard, hard to please this guy. Yeah, I know. I, I do like it. I like I like the Mason Mount shout. I'm I'm slightly jealous of that because I've not got him in myself. Um, you're a bit contradictory by saying that Chelsea are leaky at the back and you've gone with Alonso, so he's a bit, you know... Yeah, it's the attacking return, I know, but it's the attacking returns I'm going for, yeah, and, they could, right. and they could bounce back, couldn't they, as well? And get, you know, They could have two clean sheets, United aren't great, as we know, or yeah. unpredictable. Um, yeah, I, I like it, man. I like it. Yeah, I, I like it, yeah. So Pope at the back, yeah. Alexander-Arnold, Cancelo, Laporte, Alonso, Kulosevsky, Son, Salah, Yotta, Mount, and Abroa up top. So yeah, I like. I'm into that. I've spent big money. 
So hopefully I'm going to, you know, reap the rewards. Uh, so that is my team for game week 34. Uh, Christopher Reed, FBLX Reedy, what have you got? And they moved mad, didn't I, boys? Um, not long after. You were after the... transfers on the train, weren't you? You were smashing transfers was... on the train. No. <laughs> so you know what? I was nearly going to do my start. I had to stop myself yesterday um, because... Uh, okay my... the cafe? That sounded quite uh, a big accident. Yeah, someone's just fell over, but um, I think they're all right. No, they were just Don't loaded go, up on ice, on ice, you know, on ice, mate. But um, yeah, I made my three moves and they were Mason Mount, um, Timo Puki, and uh, oh, yeah. Luis, Luis Diaz. Um, Obviously, got the... I love the Puki shout, by the way. I just couldn't get him in my team. I couldn't get him in. What am I doing, boys? So, you know, what am I doing? Ollie Walker Peels looks sat there going. What is this guy playing at? <laughs> Pookie's in there. Mount's Pookie, in there. Which Pookie, is... Pookie against Newcastle's not a bad one. He, he, he Pookie's likes on fire. Don't like, yeah. he, likes, he scores his Newcastle every time. I, I like it. If you look at strikers, you know, what we've got available, it isn't great. Um, Ronaldo obviously got his hat-trick, but he was playing Norwich. Kane, a bit quiet against Brighton, but he you know, could, could come back with a bang. I've still kept him um, for, for, for the game against Brentford. But yeah, Mason Mount had to come in. Uh, Pukia brought in for Lacazette or lack of threat, as we as we now know him. Um, and then you've got, uh, uh, you know, you've got Luis Diaz. Luis Diaz for me is the one where I don't know what I was thinking because I'm like, you know, we all know that Liverpool have got Champions League to contend with. We've got FA Cup. Yeah. Is he Yotta's guaranteed to start against Everton? Yeah. It's like, well, people are thinking, you know, um, Yotta's going to play. I just feel like the run that Mane, Salah, and Diaz are in at the minute, the form they're hitting. Can we afford to not play our best team? Who knows? Well, you know, relegation people's... candidates. Yeah, but it's not like that. You know, sometimes they can be the tougher fixtures. You know, they can be. And Everton have been, you know, they scraped the 1-1 against Leicester. I know they're not great in defence or attack. But, you know, for me, I think Klopp would be silly to kind of put his guard down. And, you know, just talks of Robbo getting rested for Simicast because we've got Champions League coming up. I can understand why maybe these... Uh, sort of things are, are going to happen because of Champions League but yeah I brought Luis Diaz in he's been unreal lately and I'm hoping that he does get the start against Everton and carry on his great form um, the, the, the one I was talking about guys that I was going to make that move unfortunately Antonio Rudiger has uh, picked up a knock hasn't he so he's this this news came after I'd made my transfers um, wow. so I was looking at a double um, double well obviously double Chelsea and then double um, games that they've got but with that not being the case, um, I really don't know. Do I just wait it out? Do I bring James in? And then I'd be on minus 12. What do you think, boys? Is it worth it or or not? Or do we just sweat it out and hope Itanori plays for Wolves? You know, or Livermento as well. He's not even guaranteed to start for Saints. So it's oh it's a bit of a shambles, my defence at the minute, fellas. That is that is uh, some predicament you're in. So just give us your back line again, Reedy. What have you got? The back line is... Doherty, or Doherty, who's out injured for the rest of the season, right? There is also Itanori, who basically, I don't know, is he going to play, is he not? Then you've got Livermento, same with him. You've got Carl Walker-Peters and uh, Perrault, who play at the back for Saints. Um, and then you've also got Rudiger and Van Dijk. So it's a, it's, it's a defence that I'm really needing to kind of... Um, shift about and move about but at this moment in time I don't know if I'm wanting to take a, a minus 12 that's that's the thing it's oof. come on Ollie Walker Peel give me give me some wisdom mate give me some uh, knowledge yeah what go on Ollie what have you got mate 
Um, right, let's see if I can sort out this shambles. I mean, I mean, he's probably uh, going to tell me the wrong thing because he doesn't want me to catch him. He's got above me now, so no, no, no. no, it's fine, it's fine. We're all, we're all, we're all um, on the same page. Here. You say, you say, you have parole, right? Um, no, no, I've got Livermore, so that's the one. Uh, right, because I think he would have been useful. Um, I'd almost go with Ainori. I think you've got, you've almost got to go with Ainori at the moment. With yeah, got Burnley as well, yeah. Yeah. I think I know it might be a decent shout because they'll, they'll probably keep a clean sheet against Burnley. I reckon. I think I don't, I don't yeah. think Burnley will score. I've got a good feeling about Nor- about Wolves doing something. Well, um, I think for me, it's a case of I'm gonna I'm gonna leave Van Dijk and Rudiger on the starting you know starting eleven. That's gonna happen, isn't it? And you know, then I'm gonna play Livermento or an Nori, whichever it might be. Either one might not start, and it might be a case of one then comes in. Or both yeah. could come in. Both could come in because obviously there's a slot there for one of them, and then Rudiger's injured. And if he doesn't play, you know, for me, I think with the Chelsea double, I didn't think about this, and literally until now, is that Rudiger may miss the West Ham game, which is probably yeah, likely, the game. but then yeah. be ready for the United game. So, you know, I think making a transfer and taking him out could turn around and bite me. So I think I'm best yeah. leaving him in, aren't I, boys? Yeah, you're yeah. best leaving. Definitely. I think you can. I think you can do without there, mate, and, and yeah. hold hold that one. Um, unless, that. You wanna, unless you want to make transfers elsewhere on the pitch and take that minus twelve, what you're chasing? Oh, chance! No chance! I'm already down to two hundred plus k now, boys. It, it's it's getting worse. Eh? I need to kind of. Uh, I had dreams of hundred k, but that's long gone now. Let's be honest. They, they them dreams are long gone, my man. Oh, to be fair though, if you had a if you had a solid next you know five game weeks. You might, you might, you know, you get there. You're at 220 now. It's all that's possible. Yeah, More we'll likely see, to catch we'll Ollie Walker Peel, though. Yeah, that's the one. I think the Guru's he's he's, he's wrapped it up, hasn't he, boys? Let's be honest. Yeah. The Guru's got it won pretty much, and uh, you know he's got one chip left. I think, but um, you know, if I can't do it, if I can't catch him, then obviously I'd, I'd really like uh, yourself there. Ollie Walker appealed to uh, to nab him right at the end. That'd be amazing. I'd love to see that. And then it'd be, you know, like Spurs, it'd be trophyless, you know, empty cabinet, just a stadium to just hold on to, you know what I mean? Like he's like he's used to. But now obviously, right, captain shouts for this week. Um boys, what are you thinking? Ollie, I'll go to you first. Who is going to be your captain for game week 34? I should have done it last week and didn't. Mohamed Sauer for me this week. Even with- Timo Werner's double who I've brought in this week. I think Mohamed Salah's got to be the one. Um, obviously against Everton, local derby. He, obviously against Everton earlier on in the season, he did well, so I'll, I'll back him into his team. Yeah, perfect. Uh, Reedy, who are you on? Oh, it's a toss of a coin, really, between Salah and Mount. It is literally 50-50. Um, I brought Mount in for a reason. That's because he doubles. Um, you know, he didn't didn't deliver um, in the last game against Arsenal. Well, he got an assist, to be fair. Um, but, you know, it's it really is because Salah's killed me off last last game week with a free hit, taking him out. Would have got 38 points if the captain did. Uh, Dave, Dave uh, Statman Dave will tell you that much because he, he went and did it. So um, that's, it, that's it for me, boys. It's literally simple as that. I'm not going to bother looking at Kane. That doesn't sound, it doesn't sound simple. It doesn't sound a simple choice. Definitely not. 50-50s never are. Um but I'd rather it be 50 50 than three, four players, but you know, be between that many. So uh, I've got to go with it's this is, this is the question, isn't it? It's head, heart, which one do you do? So that's uh, that's all I've got to debate for the rest of my uh, game week, boys, until deadline. 
Are you gonna, are you gonna, are you gonna work the room tonight, trying to find out who's captain who and kind of go with the majority? Is that your plan? Work the room. Oh, I like that. I like that sort of term that you're throwing about there, Jack. Um, I don't know. I think, I think maybe basically I might just do a poll. Uh, it might be simpler. You know what I mean? Save me some time. But uh, no, uh, I'll get a few. I'll get a few questions in there. See what people think of captain, captain wise. I really do think that Salah is probably going to be the most. Um, you know, popular choice if I'm honest with you. Got Everton. Um, we've already mentioned that they're poor at the back and they're struggling. I don't know. He's, he's just gone and bagged a couple of goals against United. So, what, yeah, what fair, fair enough. Uh, a couple of shout outs before we get onto the, my captain. Uh, the big guns are out tonight. Quentin from FPL Amateurs of Oz. Good to have you in here, mate. I hope you're doing well. Hope you had a good game week. He's got the same kind of conundrum in there as well. He's got Mount versus Salah versus Ronaldo for him and his team. Couple of big decisions to make, um, and over to uh, Oz Spike as well, our Brighton uh, fan. He obviously had a good start to um, you know two out of three. They've won in the last three games, two out of three, so he must be happy. He said, "Got to be a double game week from Mount with chance of sell arrest." Whoa, that's one to think about. That's throwing something in the mix as well. I mean, I brought Mount in this week. Is it against FPL rules? Or the, the thinking of managers that if you bring in someone on a double, you have to captain them. Is that is that? Am I saying that? Am I am I correct in saying that? I mean, it's not a rule, is it? But it's all it's all an un- unwritten rule. I mean, it's all it's all what, it, what whatever whatever works for your team. But I I'm I've, I've brought in a double gaming player and not captaining him, so I'll probably put the vice on on uh, on Werner. But I'm going to go with Salah. And if he gets rested like Spike's saying, then uh, you're, you know, shame on Spike for for manifesting that. I think the I think the problem you've always got is is that with a double game week, you know, we're naturally attracted to those players with them having, um, you know, 180 minutes to play. Um, and what you what we've certainly noticed this season is more recently with the likes of James Madison, you know, um, they're not guaranteed to play both games the full 90. It is really, really difficult, and um, you know, with the rotation, especially with the likes of, I think there's a blender going on in the background. Apologies about that. So the coffee machine. Um, that's what I mean. Yeah, there's there's rotation. There's you know, injuries. You know, if Mount gets injured in this game against West Ham, he doesn't play United. So is Salah Perma captain back? Is it? You know, it's a tough call. It really is. It is a tough call, and listen, I'm in that same scenario. Like, Salah against Everton sounds great, but yeah, if the, the chance of getting rested, it's um, a tough one. But he did he scored two goals against them early on in the season. Great fixture for Mo Salah, but also a good double for Mason Mount. And I'll be keeping an eye on that poll if you do do one, Reedy, to see if uh, to try and pick mine. But um, listen, lads, if you, there's not much time to go, uh, was there anything else you wanted to discuss on today's pod? I, I, I don't think so. I just want to wish everyone going to the football fair, fantasy football fest, including yourself, Reedy, all the best. Hopefully it goes well. I'm sure that it will. You've got you know brilliant there with with Summers and Breach and, and the like. So hopefully everyone has a decent uh, decent time down there. And uh, best luck to the uh, Addict panel for the weekend. Yeah, appreciate it all. And like we said, Reedy will be taking over the Instagram this evening. FBL underscore Addicts Pod. You can follow us on there. He'll be giving out some uh, some stories. I'm now putting the pressure on him to do it. Um, so he's on the spot. Yeah, P- on PG, the PG, PG footage only. Don't worry. Ah, just, just go 
Mate, just do whatever, do whatever's happening. Roll, roll with it and see what happens. Uh, everyone wants to no, see to, it. We love a bit, we love to, a bit of that over in Australia. <laughs> to be honest with you, you know, you've got Ed doing his stand-up and whatnot. There might be some swear words in there, you know. Um, I'll try and keep it, as I say, um, uh, you know, uh, make sure people are well-behaved if I can. And, uh, you know, you've got Gianni there as well with his absolutely amazing hair. I don't know if you guys have seen that, but, you know, it's a thing of beauty. He's got that hair. Uh, that ponytail going on at the back, so I'll try and try and get him on the uh, on the on the live or on a video or something like that. So I appreciate, boys. I'm not going to lie; I wish you were over there, over here. Sorry, joining me. Um, but you know, uh, one day I'm sure it will happen. Whether I come to there or you guys come over, um, yeah. So uh, good luck. Well, I was going to say good luck in FBL as well. I'm forgetting that, aren't I? Hopefully, you do bad, really. You know. Yeah, of course. But um, yeah, you'll have your moment in four weeks. Four weeks tomorrow, read it. Me and you will be in Manchester live together, uh, ready for the final game week of the Premier League season. Uh, so that'll be a good one that we can uh, have a have a breakfast with together as well, there, mate. But um, some of some of our fans on here, just before we go, Quentin, we want the uncut stuff from Reedy. Trust me, you do not want the uncut uncut stuff from Reedy. <laughs> Careful now. <laughs> you do oh, not nearly, want that. That is, that is definitely, not, definitely not what PG. Um, but listen, guys, everyone, Ollie, read it. Thank you for joining us on the Game Week 34 uh, preview pod. It's been an absolute pleasure. Great to catch up with you both. I'm so happy we've managed to catch up with Reedy in the UK. And Ollie, great to have you back on the pod as well. Uh, good luck in Game Week 34. May all your FPL dreams come true. Um, there's only myself and the guru left in the podcast, many who haven't won an award this season. So we are chasing that, as well as Statman Dave, of course. But we are chasing that, and um, hopefully this week is the week. But until next time, take care. Uh, may all your FPL dreams come true, and we'll see you next time. Big sausage.